This week, it's a big picture dude soup. We're talking about the unexpected market losses many big publishers and developers are reporting, plus layoffs at Activision Blizzard. Welcome to the show. I got I to take it down a little bit because oh, it's serious. NPR, yeah, Thank NPR, you. NPR. Thank I like you. It. I better I learn hard. something. Yeah, that was good. You want me to talk like Thanks. Al for this whole episode? No. Can't. Hey. What are you doing? This is all thinking our sponsors. Uh, yeah, before we get into the show, thank you for our sponsors, Robin Hood Honey and Mac Weldon. Uh, Robin Hood is giving Dude Soup listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint at dudesoup.robinhood.com. Honey is helping you get the best prices on Amazon by joining at honey.com slash dude. And Mac Weldon wants to give you 20% off your first order of men's essentials, including underwear, by heading to macweldon.com and using promo code dudesoup20. Now that that's out of the way, yeah, we can do it. our Alf impressions yeah. is it, again. Is this brought to you by Alf? <laughs> is that Alf? I wish. <laughs> I, don't uh, know. I think the voice actor is just waiting for that phone to ring. He he's sees dead. these headlines. Oh, he's is he? Dead. He's dead. I'm or sure he's, he's gotta be dead. He's behind the couch. You think the dad's still alive? Hiding. The Alf dad is still alive? Yeah. Uh, Edie's dad? What Didn't was he eat cats? Alf wanted Alf to eat cats. cats. Yeah. But never ate cats. Okay. Not on camera. On screen. My name's Elise Willems, and I'm joined by Adam Alfkovic. Bruce. Bruce Green and Lawrence. Um, I'm with Alf Sontag. Together forever. I just realized Alf, much like Perfect Strangers, was just an analog for immigration. Think about it. Perfect Strangers wasn't an analog. He was an immigrant. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. His weird ways, aren't they so weird? Said America or bust. He's really didn't I just remember he was back in pog form. Yeah. That's when it ended. back in pog form. Remember Alf? No. Um, yeah, I, I think a lot of um, things that we've traditionally loved are maybe not having such a good time right well, now, including Alf. Like Alf, yeah. Like yeah. Alf. Alf's having a rough year. <laughs> a lot <laughs> a of lot the of uh, the major companies, the major gaming publishers, developers <sighs> that have sort of been mainstays uh, in the industry have been divulging their Q4 2018 earnings mm -hmm. over the last uh, month or, you know, going into Q4. They ain't so hot. They ain't so hot. <laughs> and uh, a lot of market share downturns. Yeah. Uh, EA shares fell 13% last Wednesday, which was their single biggest uh, market drop in uh, 10 years. What did, did that event... Or coincide with anything? What uh, was the reason for they the did. They they released figures um, um, from Q4, but it also just kind of a big response to Battlefield 5's yep. performance. Yeah, it like underperformed, even though they had fairly ridiculous uh, expectations for it, as I recall. Yeah, it, it did, but it, but it was never. It had been delayed, and that was mm. also another reason the stock had dropped previously. In the That's the last right. Few months. And so. they delayed. They had the most, the much promised battle royale mode, which they delayed until it delayed until March, end of Q1. Yeah, um, this year it's not out yet. It is not no. out. Yet. I'm going to play it. Me but too. EA did have a bump on Monday um, because of the success of Apex Legends. Right. They got a little bit of a boost. Yeah. Um, but then we're also seeing other entrenched fr franchises like Fallout, you know, taking a hit. Um, even though Take-Two ha had a great year with Red Dead, it's kind of unclear if Red Dead Online can sort of sustain that momentum the way mm -hmm. that GTA Online did. Um, so a lot of these huge publishers that have traditionally been institutions unto themselves are kind of facing like it's like a whole new world. Um, today, Blizzard, Activision <coughs> issued massive layoffs, which, uh, I mean, it's, it's happening now as we're doing this episode. So mm -hmm. I want us to handle it with like the utmost tact because a Respect. lot of people mm -hmm. are losing their jobs and it's, yeah. and people, we don't know the number either. Usually there's don't. like a percentage of workforce. Right now they said 800, uh, yeah. from, people? and I think there's like 9,000 yeah, employees across Activision layoff. Blizzard. Yeah. Wow. That's um, very, very huge. Yeah. Kodak, I guess, put out like a thing saying like, we hit record numbers this year, everyone. It's like, enjoy your fucking billions of dollars, dude. That's wow. cool. That's insane. Good yeah. for you. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll keep the article open. So, yeah. Blizzard going. is a weird, so disclosure and also brag. I am dating somebody who works at Blizzard. That's right. Um, mm -hmm. We hold hands on frequent occasions. She's beautiful. Yes, she she's very, very nice. She's a force of nature. You don't deserve her. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> You're 100% right, but uh, actually, like two minutes before we started recording, she sent me a message saying she's she still has a job. So that's good. That is really mm -hmm. good. Uh, she's, uh, she's been wanting to throw up for the past week, so that's cool. Yeah, because Bloomberg kind of like broke the news last Friday. Yeah, right? Bloomberg mm -hmm. did, and then uh, like uh, Schreier at Kotaku clearly has somebody on the inside feeding him information because mm -hmm. like, that's what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, yeah. With, within Twitter. minutes, he'll be posting confidential stuff. So we, we've talked about this before where I forget his name, uh, Patrick Kleptic or whatever. Well, Kleptic, I, I, remember, yeah. I remember he got like an inside scoop on like he did a thing on Kotaku where they like leaked all the Modern Warfare 3 stuff. And it's like 
watershed moment for games journalism. Kind of, but it's like, we get it. You have a friend who you went to college with who leaked you something or yeah. some some fanboy have you ever gone back you. and read that? Because it it starts like the most it's the most slow jack of a writing article I've ever seen. Slow some, jack. In the past. Well, yeah, it's just like one guy throwing his leg up on the nightstand and like one second per pump, really slowly Ugh. working it out. No, it's serious. Yeah. We in the past have always respected the boundaries between publishers, but that ends today. Like it's the anyway. Yeah. Well, I think like last I knew about Sombra early. Eat my ass. Ooh. <laughs> in <laughs> yeah, yeah. in uh, December or November, I think Kotaku was reporting that they were expecting layoffs at Blizzard. Which is a, I, honestly like, yes, I get it. It's journalism, but also at the same time, personally, I would feel terrible if I were at Blizzard. Yeah. Like Stephanie, I'm, I'm sure she's been stressing yeah. out for a while. And when you hear that, there's a company of 9,000 people. Mm -hmm. And you're not finding it out from your boss. You're yeah. finding it out from a dude in a, a dude who you know, kind of seems a little gleeful about getting the scoop on very bad information. Just throwing that out there. Maybe not the most. Well, that, that, I guess that's the other thing, too. I, I see it from the outside a lot of times when big corporation, yeah, EA evil. Activision Evil, totally. There are very good, normal people who just just working a job, man. Just trying to make it in this yeah. crazy hustle and bustle. It's this like alphless world. Yeah, <laughs> what, as what, we know it. What a dark timeline we're in now. <laughs> yeah, and and we we always reiterate this. Like, try to put the human side to it. It sucks to lose your job. Mm -hmm. It really does, especially in this way when. I mean, we're well, part of it now, but the conglomerations yeah. are, and conglomerates people, are getting bigger and bigger. When your dream was probably to work at Activision Blizzard, yeah, too. maybe. Yeah. And uh, no, I mean, but a lot of those a lot people, of people yeah. sure. Sometimes it's your dream to pay your rent on. Yeah, time. yeah, that's true too. And this is a way to do it, and that's cool. Yeah. And it's a like, I I could always see people putting their hands up in unison and saying, "Yeah, fuck the man." It's like. Not, the man's not getting fucked. The man, the man just reported uh, <laughs> huge earnings for this year because they let go a huge amount of their staff. Yeah. So that sucks. And it appears that the staff let go was non-game development departments. So publishing and esports were the yeah. two referenced uh, e specifically. They had kind of bloated up because of Overwatch. Yeah. League. Overwatch and, League. Yeah. Right? Which I mean, it's, like, it's just such a terrible time because there's like big Overwatch League event this weekend too. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the Overwatch League is starting up yeah. this weekend. But how separate is that from MLG, which is a property they bought yeah. 10 years so, ago or whatever it was? I'm really confused about that. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, they did buy MLG a while ago, basically bought the production studio. And then hired up a ton for Overwatch League, which has shown some results. Like they Coca-Cola sponsoring this league. And mm. there's no bigger brand in the world, really. McDonald's, yeah. maybe. No, you're right. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So yes. they clearly are executing on a yes. business plan. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there was there was like World of Warcraft and Overwatch League are the two bulk hires they did. Because for World of Warcraft, they needed support uh, centers in like all across the planet. Yeah. So it's weird to think about like World of Warcraft is kind of plateauing. So yeah, they're going to have to trim staff a little there. Overwatch League, they probably hired as much as they needed to, to to really explore the potential. And then once they found the potential, then they scale back to what they need to support it. It's clinical and it sucks, but... Yeah. J. Allen Brack, Blizzard president, in his uh, note to his staff said, Over the last few years, few years many of our non-development teams expanded to support various needs. Currently, staffing levels on some teams are out of proportion with our current release slate, which... Uh, Is empty. Uh, side well, side note, I guess it's World of Warcraft or sorry, Warcraft Three Reforged and Diablo Immortal. Yeah, but I guess there's projections that like there are 21, 2021 releases that we can expect that they're working mm. on in, mm. behind closed doors. But uh, and to continue his quote, this means we need to scale down some areas of our organization. I'm sorry to share that we'll be parting with some of our colleagues in the U.S. Uh, and then they also expect similar similar evaluations in their regional offices. I mean, so, like, this is, I think this is generally kind of normal for, especially for video game corporations and video game companies, is they blow it up to make a game or blow it up to support things, and then they scale back down, like Lawrence just said. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that is something that, yes, it's part of the world, and it sucks. Yeah. But it does happen, and we're also in the middle of a recession, or about to be. We're really, really close. So maybe this is causing the recession. Well, well, it's, it's a chicken or the egg. No in December, uh, Wedbush securities analyst Michael Pachter Oh, we, yeah. all know well. we all know well. We all know well. He spoke to Bazinga. <laughs> not Bazinga. Bazinga. <laughs> ben, Benzinga's pre-market prep trading show talking about the decline in all these publisher stocks. Sure. Right? Because that's what you yeah. would think. You would be like, all these stocks are declining. There's probably a gaming recession on the way. And he kind of said that he thinks that game publishers are relatively recession proof hmm. is, is his position on it, which not everyone agrees with him. But yeah. he said, and this is quoting him, 
uh, on the subject of Activision Blizzard's downturn. They're going to make $2.58 million this year. Or if they miss that, they're going to make 2.55. Next year, in the worst case, they're going to make 2.35 or 2.45. Like, they're still billion, making... Billion, yeah, right? I, I yeah, meant okay. billion. But uh, yeah, they're, they're still like making a substantial amount of money, which to some people's point uh, in the industry would say, well, why aren't we in unions? Like, why are we in these development mm-hmm. cycles where we can have these layoff cycles? Because why aren't we protected by these these developers? And I mean, it's a it's a question because it's like, is Good this question. the nature of the beast that mm-hmm. you're signing up for, or is it something that there should be protections for? I I honestly don't know. From what I've seen, it is the nature of the beast, but that doesn't mean we don't need unions either. So it's like I, I've seen this, and I'm like, I always hear about QA testers where they hire 200 QA testers for a game for three months, and then they all get laid off. And uh, that's bad news for the company, right? Because they have to say, oh, we laid off 300 people. But if you really look into it, they do that every two, three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying that this is good. <clears throat> it just ends up being the nature of the beast. It ends yeah. up being the problem. But even this so. one's kind of weird, too, because it's, you know, they said non-essential or whatever. So it's like the esports team. Not every game publisher has an esports department. Mm-hmm. It might be a guy yeah. with a webcam who's like, we'll make it work. Exactly. But they invested heavily in this medium and it's not going the way they hoped it would maybe in some parts, but not They don't, they don't own the world like every goddamn executive with a boner has, you know, says (laughs) you just become Charlton Heston. (laughs) Every goddamn dirty executive. It's it's just no one ever uh, from where I've sat, no one ever goes in, Hey, we want to try to make a modest product. It's always, I want to slam my magnum condom on the table and you will all bow to me. No one ever goes in with the concept of, hey, let's try to entertain people and try. Everyone just goes, I want ESPN, but for this, even though ESPN is a dying brand. Yeah. But they keep (laughs) saying it because they don't, because all they have is cable. (laughs) It's like, that's the world they know. I think you you hit on something. You you talk about how there's this perception that game publishers are struggling and yet they're clearing ass loads of money. I think it's because there are now so many different ways to make money off of games, different pipelines entirely, and all of those are so much more lucrative than just selling a $60 game has ever been. Mm-hmm. So you have the free-to-play model, but like Battle Royale model. Uh, Apex is hitting that and hitting it hard. But I think with like EA and Battlefield Five, that game's in development for like two years, the ground moves from under you mm-hmm. after you already funded everybody to start working on that game. So now multiplayer shooters aren't hot anymore. So you go slam on Dice's door and say, hey, we need a battle royale out of you like right now. Mm-hmm. And then they, well, we'll do what we can, but we already let go of all our concept artists because we're past that point in the project. Yeah. Mm. So, and then they have to delay the release. And I think what it is, Adam, to your point, is that it is an executive seeing like all the numbers from all the different ways you can earn, whether it's subscription model, microtransaction, free to play, battle royale, what have you. And their eyes go cross and they're just like, I want it all. And then they slam it on the table until they try to make a game that does all of those things instead of just targeting one of them like Apex Legends did. Mm-hmm. So it's a, yeah, I think, I think it is a, the, the metric for success, like the highest you can soar has gotten so much higher in the past five years. Yeah. Um, and only like two or three games can ever get there. But each publisher wants to have all of them. Yeah. First. And it's, it's, oh, I'm sorry. What were you going to no, say? No, no, it's fine. Um, it's kind of, I feel like, Apex Legends is is a like gold right out the gate and man EA must be like thanking their lucky stars like wow this is such a hit but I can only imagine if you're if you've been working on Anthem for so long and the, all this promotion that's been leading up to Anthem which is coming out like next month officially it's in like 2 weeks and now yeah. EA is kind of like whole hog on Apex Legends and there's this big push there, like, would you feel marginalized? Well, you, well, you know why, right? I mean, it's, it's, the speculation is, and I'm pretty sure this is what happened, I would definitely feel marginalized because EA stock, I mean, I'm, pro, just, just dis- disclosure, I have a few shares in EA stock oh. and in Activision. Oh, Conflict and of so interest boost. So oh, no, no, insider so, trading happening now. No, it's exactly, it's exactly the opposite. I bought high. <laughs> oh. So, so like, they've all tanked, and I've watched it happen in the last six months. I did see a post and, today and, to buy EA. And, and, uh, that's why you went on vacation. I want, yeah, that's right. Uh, sure, I, mean, I actually lost a ton of money so far. Either oh, way, no. um, with EA. But you might be going back up. They, well, we'll see, won't we, in about four years. But EA, uh, <laughs> EA released Apex because... Their stock had been tanking for so long. Like everyone was saying, it's just been going down. It's down the tubes for the last three months. And the speculation was, we need a game right now that's a success. And they got it. And when they released the game and it's a, it's a success, their stock popped. And it was one of those things where like, 
Maybe that's what they were doing. They're just sitting on it, waiting for it so that they could be like, well, we need something because mm-hmm. Anthem wasn't doing yeah. it. Yeah. But is that like lights out for Bioware then? And and boy, what a like they're just the victim of bad fashion, which is yeah. like the looter shooter thing yeah. hit a while ago, mm-hmm. came and went. Bungie kind of rode that ship out, too. So it makes sense. Like four years ago when Bioware was pitching Anthem and he mm-hmm. was like, yeah, let's do it. And to to in six months have have your prospects go from looking rosy to everybody just shitting on it, especially when you put four years of your life into it, and then you get laid off for it. Fuck me, that's awful. I can't think of a more polar opposite of Anthem than Apex Legends, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is funny because it's like, from what I've heard, Apex was done by the B team at uh, Respawn because they kind of just needed something to do hmm. uh, because the the core team's working on the Star Wars game, right? So they're like, well. We need something to do. They're like, well, uh, what if we tried out a battle royale mode for Titanfall? And then they made Apex Legends. And like, oh, we stripped a lot of stuff out. And they went, oh, that's cool. So it was only made by like a handful of people, basically. Like, didn't have a huge push behind it. Anthem is like, Everybody. money, money, yeah. money. Yeah. Uh, Core's new studio. Promotion. Let's go crazy. Uh, it's nuts. And then then you play and go, well, this is hot garbage. Yeah, and you juxtapose the, mm-hmm. the performance that yeah. like Anthem didn't, or Apex didn't really even have a beta like basically it, it came out it, not, it just came that's out. what i mean that was like yeah. anthem had that big build out so now you, you're seeing the video starting to pop up where they go anthem e3 announcement versus video now look yeah. how look trash garbage it is when in fact it's like no yeah games are really hard to make and the art style is actually pretty impressive and the animation's really well done in anthem and then when you put out a beta it's you're going to get a lot of issues whereas apex they just put out when it was ready and well there were no trailers so nobody had their nobody had their uh hopes yeah. up mm-hmm. nobody it, was like oh i can't wait for apex legends it didn't matter it is, it is yeah. it's free it's so crazy to see old game industry and by old i mean 2006 moving forward which the game industry changes every four years it's like your body dumping its cells and re- <laughs> regenerating itself uh and then new industry which is self-aware game developer de- uh, developer saying like yeah man what a shit card right we're EA, we're, we're owned by EA, and there's going to be microtransactions, and it's a battle royale game. Man, so glad we just put it out. And I was like, they were smart to do so. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, yeah, and it's do, it's succeeding. <laughs> uh, having played both for many hours now, Apex is like seven hours, and Banth is probably more like 15. I like them both. Unfortunately, I own, again, own stock in EA. <laughs> Everybody. But I like, to like it. I, I actually really like both games, and I really liked Anthem a lot, and I feel terrible for it because people are shitting on it so bad. Yeah. But And I my hopes weren't even that up that high. Like I was just sort of like, oh, cool, it'll be fun. And the more that I played it, the more I liked it. Um, it was it's just, just, it's just kind of a mess from what we played. Have you guys touched it at all? I played yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. I, I got, like I said, after about three hours, I was like, oh, got yeah. it. Clicked in. I was in. Um, but I, it's, it's, the, it's just... Getting your hopes up. That's all it was. It was the potential that people saw in Anthem versus mm-hmm. there was nothing for Apex. Mm-hmm. Nobody had any any hopes up for that. So, of course, that's why Apex is a success yeah. because it's free and no one had ever seen it before. That's right. It's ballsy um, yeah. because yeah. Daniel Ahmed, who's a video game analyst at Nico Partners, he released the... Uh, is that Jugate EX? Yes, he, it is. Yeah. He did a, a comparison of the number of Apex Legends players after certain uh, time periods versus Fortnite and eight hours... We guys probably know Apex Gosh. Legends had 1 million, one day, 2.5, three days, 10 million. Contrasted to Fortnite, which was two weeks, 10 million, six weeks, 20 million, 11 weeks, 30 million. Everyone's trying to get their new Fortnite, but Fortnite didn't really have a traditional mm-hmm. like launch or traditional no, development mm-hmm. in the sense. So like, I, th- I think that me personally, I think Apex Legends is going to be as close as you can get to competing with Fortnite. I don't know if anybody right. else is ever going to. Yeah. Uh, I think you're right. I think it's gonna. I think mark. it's probably burned out too fast at this point. Like it's gonna, you know, explode and then it'll just like die down. And Fortnite will still take over. But, yeah. but um, you're right, Elise. I think I don't think that anything's gonna get anywhere close to the Fortnite yeah. numbers. There. I don't know if that's a hot take. I think that's probably just yeah, pretty. Right. No, no, I think that's pretty normal. Reasonable. Fortnite's like new Minecraft. It's yeah. it's the new. It's a, it's a king. It's, it's gonna be a staple for a while. Yeah. 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 What kills me is like this this release model. It's exactly like mobile game. Um, you yes. put it out free to play, no yes. announcement, and then just hope that like word of mouth and also kind of chasing trends does the work for you. So Candy Crush is a match three. Um, yeah, the, you put social mechanics in it because it's a team-based game. So you get your friends to install it so you can play together. It's funny that like like core gamers like hate mobile. Typically revile it as the antithesis of their gaming, but that's exactly what Apex is. Correct. It's taking that model. Um, it's not a bad thing. I just I just think it's funny that, that that's how things shook out. I, I didn't see it so much as a mobile marketing thing, but more of the 
the smart guerrilla marketing, which is get the top 10 streamers, give oh, them yeah. money, mm-hmm. <laughs> have them put a hashtag ad on it. They're going to make money off of this because they're pushing it. Now it's the question is, when does the stinker happen? You know, when does the the apex legends Backlash. failure the, like the the opposite though? Like where they're like they hype a thing up, it comes out and it's just a wet fart. Right. Yeah, you know what game is that when it happens? And then do the streamers, the Doctor Disrespects and the Shrouds and such, do they go? No, I took too big of a hit on that. Whereas like this was all everything was just in perfect alignment, like lightning struck at the exact right time hype behind a game your favorite people are playing it everyone's making money and we're all just throwing dollar bills at our faces yeah. <laughs> twitch metrics data uh showed that apex legends averaged 245,000 viewers versus 115,000 for fortnite but admittedly ea was like paying streamers mm-hmm. to stream it, it as also you said. took away from fortnite's market share there on twitch because yeah. it was fortnite's usually around like 180 190k uh, concurrent viewers, generally speaking, and it had it taken away from Fortnite. So this wasn't in addition to, it just it took away from the Battle Royale mode for Apex. Yeah. And like, as, as we get back to Blizzard, again, it's not directly, it's not like Apex Legends came, da- came out, and so Blizzard went, oh no, like, no, we need to lay no. off people. Like, that's not what happened. Even that's if you not wanted how things to do happen. that. <laughs> if, like, let's say that I were the president of Blizzard. And I was like, "Ah, I need to lay off 900 people tomorrow." No, that's. I don't even think it's not a real thing. That's legally possible. Like, if I, if I just started calling people in panic, yelling into the into the phone, I wonder <laughs> if I really wanted to. How fast? If I were the president, and how many people I could lay off? Yeah. Just like as a as like a game show. I don't know. I don't know that you could. No, you can't. Uh, this stuff's been playing for a long yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, and I and like we've said before, it's kind of tied to EA's or sorry, Blizzard's, Activision's like traditional. Game mm-hmm. development cycles, mm-hmm. but I think that we probably it would maybe be safe to estimate that yeah, Blizzard's overall uh, game plan may be affected by trying to exist within the Fortnite economy, like everybody pursuing that battle royale. I would agree. Well, I thought which, Overwatch was a really good a really good middle ground yeah. between a traditional product and something that has microtransaction. I thought I thought that was them entering the modern phase of gaming pretty in their own way. Yeah. I think, and they were on games as a service. Way before everyone else with World of Warcraft. So they still get that monthly sub and they get microtransaction revenue through uh, Overwatch and Hearthstone and have largely done it without angering their their player base. If you're mad at Blizzard, I'm sorry. Uh, but I'm just speaking <laughs> in, in broad strokes here because they're mad, man. If don't. Oh, sure. If you if you try to tell somebody who's mad at World of Warcraft that people aren't, they will let you know the truth. I found I'm less mad at things the further away I get from them. Mm. So like I remember when I was like really into Destiny. And I'd be on the subreddit. You start to see people, and you're like, "Yeah, I hate that they changed this one little thing." But man, it's it's the greatest game in the world. If you take a three month break <laughs> and you come back and you go, "Oh man, there's so many things to do this week. I'm I'm just I'm I don't have time to play all these things and get all the powerful gear." I think I once did a podcast where we talked about how like PlayStation added the extra step to turn off your PlayStation. Oh wait, hold and, on. And I yeah, was like, I don't know pissed. why we're talking about this. <laughs> like, to be fair, that is annoying. Mostly because it, <laughs> it shrieks it? at you when you turn it on if you didn't turn it off properly. Wait, was it Xbox or PlayStation? It was PlayStation. It was like they added an extra. Well, this yeah. is years ago. This is like, oh. like putting it into power four save years ago. Or and five if you unplug ago. it while it's in power save mode and plug it back in, it goes. Yeah. And then it's like, next time you turn me off, make sure to do it the right way. Right. I'm like, fuck you, PlayStation. Still, I guess that's still why. We have an ad I'm doing what I want. Oh, yeah, actually, I think we do here. Let me check this Xbox out. Oh, yes. Do that. Checkmate, Sony ponies. A huge thank you to Robinhood <laughs> in this moment. Uh, Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. That's how I bought my stock, by the way, just so you know. Ooh. Uh, while other brokerages car- charge up to $10 for every cha- trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no minimum account deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and ex- newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. I think Bruce did it in three, because he's you know, that one, savvy. It was just one. Oh. Uh, you can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, trade your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving our listeners of Dude Soup a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. You can sign up at dudesoup.robinhood.com. That's dudesoup.robinhood.com. Thank you, Robinhood, for your sponsorship. 
So let's throw out a hypothetical. Your PlayStation is off. Oh my gosh. And you know you have to unplug it. Uh-huh. If why, you do why, it the right why way. Why would you need to unplug it? Because I got to move it. Let's say. Because <laughs> of how big your house is. You got to turn it on to turn it back off. In other Activision Blizzard news, uh, which on, Sony. seems so trivial in the wake of pe- lots of people losing their jobs and their livelihoods, but it is worth mentioning that uh Activision is offering a weird full refund program for customers who purchased Guitar Hero Live oh, yeah. between December 1st, 2017 and January 1st, 2019. Because huh. it's it's like an, well, it's a service-based game and they're going to yeah, shut it down. Yeah, they had Guitar Hero TV, oh, which yeah. you could use as kind of like a, a, you know, you get supplemental music through that. So yeah. you could get, you know, up to mm-hmm. 400 songs through that. They closed it. So now you have like 40 options, which I don't know if James got. Guitar hero. He was always a rock. He was Rocksmith guy. guy. Rocksmith. He he goes both ways. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know he does. Uh, No. (laughs) You know Stephanie worked on Guitar Hero. Live. Uh, We get it. She's the perfect woman. (laughs) woman. Uh, No, she did uh, World Tour and Metallica and Aerosmith. Mm -hmm. I think Van Halen. Back when it got. So where's my refund, Stephanie? I'll or you could bang on their door. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, just a lot of that's I, that's, a, that's an interesting trick though, because they have to make people admit that they bought Guitar Hero after two thousand. So they can put them on a watch list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it's so that's like saying like, yeah, I touched poop. <laughs> I went. I would like my fifteen dollars back, please. It was a preview event for Guitar Hero Live. I don't remember why. I got to tell uh, Autumn's snacks. mom because Autumn's mom bought that game. Live, we played it at cool. Thanksgiving. <laughs> And I was like, this game ain't bad. When did she buy it, though? Did she buy it, like... I think she bought it in between those dates. <laughs> it's a guitar that has two strings now. Yeah. Instead of just one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, exciting. You can actually fret and cool stuff. Cool buttons. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I guess they were, like, staring down the barrel of a class action lawsuit, so they got ahead of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably what happened. Wow. And they said, yeah. I guess lay your plastic Unlike- guitars down next to your... Uh, <laughs> Fidget spinners and your iPod <laughs> nanos. Yeah. Uh, I figured this podcast would be kind of a downer because of the impending Blizzard news yeah. and the, these you know industry trends, which maybe just seem like doom and gloom right now, and uh, we'll bounce back. But as you said, I think we might just be generally heading for a recession. No, the economy's headed for a recession. Yeah. I mean, like that's what, and it's one of those things where I like I don't know, I don't know that people want to hear that, but it's relatively true. I read an article every single day that says that. Yeah. So uh, readjustment. That, but is that the like self fulfilling prophecy where it's like the more you say it, the more it's just going to happen? It's, well, that's the that's yeah. everybody's question, right? Nobody knows. Right. Yeah. But either way, the, the economy's been growing for the last ten years. So it's a correction. It's a, it's a cycle. Yeah. It's a cycle, everybody. No. <laughs> yeah. It's just like life. <laughs> so <laughs> we go. We have ups and downs. That was why I was always told, well, like early on in my life, I was trying to get into securities and financing. Like that's where my life was going to go. I was like, I'm going to tell people to invest and like, I, I don't know. But either way, the thing you always told people was mutual funds, mutual funds, mutual right. funds. Yeah. And they're like, why? And like, it's a 30 year investment. Yeah. And people are like, but I want my money now. You know, like the Bruce's of the world who are like, EA. Where's my money? <laughs> EA, Activision, I'll bet on EA, all the- you screwed me. Yeah. He's on the phone. Bruce bet on all the With horses Bobby called Cunty. like, she comes in first. Yeah, and like, I got a garage full of Guitar Hero Live. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was always the, the story I was sold or taught or whatever was that the market always goes, has ups and has downs, yeah. but it's always, if you buy a mutual fund, it's going to- It trends up. It trends up, yeah. and but the, you'll you'll get a 5% return over 35 years and you build to hit some sort of retirement. It's like, I've lived by that my entire life where it's like, put your money away and save it under the mattress. Mm-hmm. Cause then the government can't <laughs> find it. Well, to be clear, I bought EA Activision take two. I bought basically every video game stock I could find cause I love video games. Mm-hmm. And I knew they would go down. You follow the news. That's what, and I follow the news. I knew, like, why did you buy Nintendo? Um, I was gonna buy Nintendo. Actually, I meant to do it, and I never did. Mm. I should have bought Nintendo. I bought uh, before the Wii U came out. I was like, they're gonna do it again. Here we go. We again. Well, I didn't lose any money because okay. their stock went back up. But man, if you bought pre-Switch, right? That's an, it's another Wii I situation. I ran through a Toys R Us parking lot in my pajamas to buy a Wii U. <laughs> you were Gosh. the only I one. Was a fool. You're Pikmin the o- three. You're the only one. Well, either way, like if you haven't sold the stock, which I haven't, I absolutely done. did. Oh. Well, well uh, it was I didn't po- sell the stock. It was pointed out to me that it was a conflict of interest to hold stock in a, a, new, a gaming company. Sure. Regardless, <laughs> I haven't sold it. So for me, sure. it's like wait, it's wait, like one of those things where I, I plan on holding on to it for thirty years because I was like uh, Activision, EA, those are safe companies. I think they'll probably be around in 2030. When you had that Nintendo stock, you were working at Machinima? Yeah. Okay. Is that around the time they had the whole Xbox debacle where they broke every 
FCC regulation. Uh, no, it was shortly thereafter. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's... I wasn't. I wasn't. I was still writing scripts, so I was like, "Yeah, that's actually true. I shouldn't hold assets in a company that I'll be reporting on." Maybe. Well, you I can also know. put the disclosure in the article. That's true. No. Yeah, that's that's the thing you can do. So say everything, like how rich you are, how many times you had sex. Uh, yeah, I have sex regularly. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Disclose it was, everything. It was not a it, remotely. It was like under a thousand dollars of like Nintendo. Yeah, it's the same with me. No, it's that's so, nothing. And generally, the disclosure oh, thanks, is thanks, Elise. The disclosure Jeez. is only usually for giving <laughs> investment advice is when you have to say what you own. Generally, ah, mm-hmm. oh, oh um, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that's usually what you have to do. But I just said yeah. it because I thought it would be funny. It might color <laughs> the tone of your statements, Bruce. There was there, whatever. I'm sorry. I like Anthem. I apologize. Oh, no, no, no. There was that kid in the like late '90s, early 2000s who's like the penny. Sc- Penny stock scammer? Do you remember? I don't there know if you ever multiple. saw this kid. Is that the, the one from the movie? No, no, no. He, he was like 16 or 17, but he was basically, he was a a wise youngin who knew how to use chat boards and message <laughs> systems, is, as the news article went on to say incorrectly. But either way, he would buy penny stocks and he'd go on forums and be like, buy this, buy this. Got and it. he would raise it and sell it. And then he made like $300,000 in a couple months <laughs> doing this. And he got fined, but his fine was like $400. And he was like, worth it. You got it. Yeah. And he just like kept doing like no one stopping him. And I was just like, what a corrupt little fuck. There, <laughs> there are better ways to save money. And honey is one of them. <laughs> okay, guys. With millions of top rated sellers offering the exact same products on Amazon, finding the best deal can be extremely stressful. And even when you think you found the best seller, sometimes you can't be sure. That's where Honey comes in, Honey. (laughs) Honey is a free browser extension that helps you get the lowest and best price on Amazon by comparing the price offered by every seller that carries the item you want. So Honey factors in shipping, sales tax, or Amazon Prime status to make sure you're getting the lowest total price. It shows you the best deal every time, even if Amazon doesn't. Uh, Amazon has so many different sellers that are selling the same product that sometimes it's difficult to sift through that noise and truly get the best deal. I face this problem all the time. Whether it's buying toys and treats for Benson or shoes for myself. <laughs> or Alf. <laughs> or Alf paraphernalia. <laughs> it can be tough oh, to God. pin down the best price because of all these sellers. So with Honey, you'll make sure that you get the free shipping and save the most money possible at the same time. Um, more than 10 million people are using Honey and you can save some money. You can be that 10 million one. Uh, so next time you're shopping on Amazon, don't wonder whether you found the best deal. Just add Honey and get the best price automatically. Add Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash dude. That's joinhoney.com slash dude. Honey is the smart shopping assistant that saves you time and money. Honey. That's a sweet elf shirt. Well, it's Gand. Show it to Elise. Gand Alf. You know. <laughs> That's pretty great. I, I like how you look surprised at it. Like, <laughs> never seen that one before. I'll have to look wow. for that later. I'll need to look for that later. Uh, yeah, but I, I wanted to bring up the mood a little bit because of the bad news of today. Talk about something positive. Let's do it. Uh, last year... Norman Reedus did an interview with Metro UK, and he talked about Death Stranding, but they couldn't release it because of embargo. So finally, his thoughts on the game and Kojima have come out. Mm. And I love how stoked Norman Reedus is to be involved with this. So I wanted to give you guys some quotes because I'm it's nice when like there's this negativity that you see passion. Uh, Norman Reedus said, I saw that video game director, Kojima, at the video game Music Awards. That exists. Walk down the steps and they thing. lit up under his feet like Michael Jackson. And he goes, <clears throat> I'm back. And the place is like, oh, my God, like grown men in tears. I was like, who is this God? Whatever he wants to do, I'll do it. He's a genius. Norman Reedus had never heard of Kojima before that. <laughs> Does he even know what a video game is? Isn't that wonderful? All it takes is light upstairs. He and- saw Kojima. He uh, saw how revered he is right. in the industry. <laughs> Okay, so this is how people describe cult leaders. Wow, well, I mean, no, actually, right. I'd probably do whatever Kojima. Maybe told me to do. Norman Reedus is just sort of like innocent. Like, it is like take him to a rave and be like, he's got the mind. I don't know how the lights move, but they do, <laughs> and they somehow move through some sort of air, like particles. But, I don't know how they do. It's like fog. So we're all really cynical. <laughs> we're really cynical. We are. We are. For, the, for some, for the most part, some of us not, but. Um, I think that he's looking at gaming through like really pure eyes. He's mm-hmm. looking at it at the person that's never been jaded by gaming. Like he said, Kojima keeps telling me people will watch all these trailers. They'll come up with these ideas and look for all these Easter eggs. And they have been doing that. Like wow. he's right. But it's just it's just like <laughs> Kojima he, he has no negative frame of reference. I wish we'd this. taken Norman Reedus to that Sonic party. <sighs> because the people at that Sonic <laughs> party revered they loved Sonic like Jesus Christ. Yeah. They wanted Sonic to be well, the Sonic healed one of them, didn't ulti- it? He stood up out of his wheelchair. I yeah. keep telling this story, it's the same story. <laughs> yeah. Stood up out of the wheelchair. 
and then played Sonic as Sonic was released. But it was like, it was also still like a Smash Mouth live situation, like Smash Mouth at Kind of Funny Prom or whatever, where it's like, (laughs) yeah, there's a band, but it's mostly a CD player doing most (laughs) of the work. (laughs) Honestly, sometimes it's just really nice to see this like pure. It is. is. No, it's really nice. He said, that guy is a genius, Hideo Kojima. I'm like, oh, so they'll be playing me? And he's like, no, they are you. We will make them cry as you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, then he said, I'm like, what are you talking about? It's a video game. But Norman Reedus, he's like going with it. He's so into it. I I think that's cool. I think it's really cool because Kojima seems like a. He's a dream weaver. Yeah. But he's also he's made a business out of it, which is almost impossible. It's. It's one thing to sit there like Lawrence in a bar and yell at people about cyberpunk and all these things. <laughs> it's another thing for like a William Gibson or someone like uh, someone to write a book called Neuromancer or whatever and be yeah. like, I I collected my thoughts and I put it on paper and people can read it and enjoy it. So it's like that's sort of Kojima. He he can build a world for you, but then he can also market it and sell it, which we talk, is we talk about this awesome. a lot, though, which is if we'd never seen a video game before and we saw Anthem. We were like, what the fuck is yeah. that? Like, that's fucking awesome. We would love it. Yeah. We would love it because you'd never seen a video game before. Right. And I think that's where Norman Reedus oh. comes from. Because I don't think that mother, I don't think he's played a video game in 30 it, years. That's kind of what it, it feels like he's not too into gaming culture. Right. But his introductory is the most batshit game yeah, exactly. yeah. you could give. It's yeah. like. That's, well, to, to what you were talking about previously and about how the harsh realities facing game publishers and specifically the fact that. Different games clear so much more money than a single-player, questionably story-driven, whatever the hell Death Stranding is going to be. Idea-driven. Yeah. Well, Kojima's Kojima's extra unique in that he can still get a budget to make a monstrosity of whatever that game's going to be. Like, Metal Gear Solid 4 is the most batshit game in the world. It's barely even a Metal Gear Solid game, but Mm. somehow he got the budget to make it, which, you know, not surprising he got kind of shoved out of Konami. Because they they have fucking gambling revenues. You can't beat that. Not with a box product, so... I mean, Sony kind of gave him a blank check and said... Give us the next mm-hmm. Metal Gear, and what we have is probably not the next Metal Gear. <laughs> well, it is a baby delivery service simulator, but but I, th- I think it to looks what, wild. To what I you said, quote Norman Reedus, I'm like, what are you talking about? It's a video game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, anyone else in that position that has navigated that industry would have to talk about the product like it's a product. Like, oh, it's going to have this revenue model. You're right. going to be this character. Yeah, yeah. There are these aspects about your character design that will appeal to an 18 to 34 year old male. Mm-hmm. Kojima instead writes a poem. Yeah. And like sticks it on the wall and then they pray to it every day. Mm-hmm. And that's his creative process that somehow still makes money. So the fact that he can split that gap is incredible. And yeah. and he's been doing it for decades. People like to dress him up as like an auteur that maybe he's gotten away from himself. But he's made solid games for years and that's not an accident. Taking risks. And I don't know. I just thought it would be nice to look it at is. this from a very pure <laughs> really nice. and gaming in a beautiful, pure way my, is my what this feels like. only issue, because I... I I guess I, I know Kojima now. I feel like I've, I've been playing his games <laughs> oh. for 20, 25 years or whatever, and it's like he does this really cool thing where he intimidates the hell out of you with his setting. So good example is Gray Fox, uh, uh, the cyborg ninja from Metal Gear Solid. And the first time you introduced to him, there's this invisible thing, and it's killing people and everyone's screaming and dying. And then when you get introduced to him, it's just a fist fight. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, and it's just this guy chasing you around a room going, hurt me more. And then you're like, oh, this is going to be a batshit crazy fight. And then the cutscene kicks in. You're like, oh, that's what. So everything with Death Stranding where there's like, like everything seems like you're up against odds. And oh, man, it's going to be crazy. At the end of the day, it's still a video you're game. You're going to walk around and collect and, well, things. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's <laughs> the jaded part. Yes, uh, that where when I see Anthem, I go, that's a wall. That's a wall. That's a collectible. That's purple. That's good. Yeah, you know, so like that's because we play video games for a living. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But oh man, to, to be in Norman Reedus's uh, biker boots and just like be able to see that game for the first time, and be like, "What are games now, man?" Yeah, he played Galaga in the arcade in 1983, <laughs> and that was the last time he played a video game. And then he shows this, he's like, "What the fuck is that?" Uh, Omar, I know Omar will have some positivity on this. I'm trying. Omar, to be positive. do you do you see Norman Reedus, his beautiful view of this? Does it warm your your heart? It does. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, no, I, I mean, like, well, it's not to say that it doesn't warm our hearts. Oh, I think I think it definitely right. warms oh, my heart. Sure. It's and it's the same way that I look at Anthem. Yeah. Like, I don't play. I didn't play Destiny for hundreds of hours 
So when I got into Anthem, I was like, whoa, cool. This guy's got a fucking laser gun and I shot it. I was like, whoa, neat. You know, like that's the way that I occasionally approach games because I don't play games all the time. But yeah. on your second monitor, so. you're like, how's my stock? Oh, yeah, it's, going, it's going down. Trust yeah. me. So you're um, on Twitch going, it's good. Anthem, everyone through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please. That's the worst part, by the way, is that I had to, I bought Anthem, just so you know. <laughs> I bought that game. Didn't come in your investor yeah, pack. That was not something that like, it's not like I'm like hashtag ad free. Yeah, I, I, I pre-ordered it to play that game. They so. pay you to play Apex Legends? God. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's free to play, number I, one. I feel like you're <laughs> part of an EA MLM now, where it's like, you're buying the product. <laughs> They're <laughs> fooling me. <laughs> I'm well, the they, one losing. Yeah, but you fool everybody else. That's how the situation works. <laughs> who, who am I fooling? Uh, you, you roll them up into your Anthem network, where you just have oh, a bunch yeah. of streamers gotcha. streaming for you. Well, they then, have to recruit five people. Yeah. Keep it, and they, they're <laughs> they're your downline. Yeah. Each person has to buy one EA stock for the person above them. No. I mean, sure, yeah, Bruce, it looks like a pyramid because you're at the top. Bruce <laughs> just buys five of his friends' PCs to play Anthem on. Oh, God. He's and losing so much money. What am I doing? <laughs> I know. Why am I so stupid? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, warms our hearts, raises a lot of questions. Amen. Um, it's Valentine's Day this week. Oh, my. Which uh, means that there might be a little bit of romance, a little bit of sexy times. Brush the cobwebs off the on. genitals there. Oh, uh, so I thought that we would maybe do a test of everyone's sex IQ Fantastic. as per Cosmo Magazine 2013. Fantastic. Um, Did they go to business? No. I think okay, I didn't know you picked 2013. But before that, Hasn't I want sex you... sex changed since then? No. We do it differently now. More ass sex eating. Sex is the same. <laughs> Except that you eat ass. Yeah. yeah. That's a box quote. Um, yes, and peg. <laughs> peg yeah. But before we get to that, though, in the in the name of Valentine's Day, I want to say, like, as you're trying to uh, keep the person in your life happy, remember to keep yourself happy. And uh, for the modern guy, a lot of that comes with treating yourself. And Mack Weldon is the modern menwear, menswear essentials brand that believes in premium fabrics, smart design, and simple shopping that's going to help you uh, treat yourself right. Uh, they make men's essentials elevated by technical innovation. It's the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, sweats, and more that you will ever wear. Is anyone here? Oh, yeah. Spider Max Absolutely. Weldon, yeah? No, I'm not wearing one. Yeah. Have to be careful. Yeah, These guys usually are. No, no. Yeah. But yep, there she is. You guys love them. Booyah. James loves them. Oh, that's a nice pattern you got there. Thanks. I fold those little Mac Weldons for him sometimes. Oh, that's very really nice. Um, <laughs> you just tie them in a knot. They're designed for daily wear. Uh, Mack Weldon's products don't just look good, they perform well too. You can wear them on weekends or to work around the house. You know, if you're working out, James loves to work out in them. Uh, especially because the silver line of underwear, shirts and socks are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odors and they keep you fresh for longer. Um, Mack Weldon also has a try-on guarantee, so if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it and still receive a refund. You can get free shipping on orders over $50, and they always offer free returns. So. Head to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your entire first order using promo code DUDESOUP20. That's MacWeldon.com, uh, promo code DUDESOUP20. And thank you, MacWeldon. And uh, now to the test. So, it. yeah, I asked you guys a series of questions before the test, including Omar. Uh, he's oh. going to go to himself in the booth. I got, them all, I got them all right, by the way, just so you know. Omar's I fuck IQ was going to be... I got them every one of them right. I don't know if there's a right. And there so, is, and I got them all right. Yeah, it's it's Cosmo, and this quiz is pretty dated. It's like six years old, and a lot's changed in the last six years. So I would say that maybe this quiz targeted... Ooh, Whoa, Valentine's oh, Day likes. Thanks, Omar. Whoa. I would say this is maybe a little antiquated. Okay. A little out of touch, but uh, it's actually We're supposed in to be... Now. I guess it's more targeted <laughs> at women... To what, see what they know about men, but mm. I wanted to see what you guys knew about yourselves. Men. Yeah, <laughs> um, everything. I know everything. Yeah. What men want. Uh, That's a good idea for a sequel. Make that. Anal. It's probably gonna do make tons of money this weekend because women and men want to see something on Valentine's Day with I, their significant it others. Didn't even. It premiered last or yeah. premiered last weekend and it's already bombed. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> they bought out all the all the the underground walkway in LAX though. I wanted to see Mel Gibson. <laughs> Special cameo. <laughs> He's got to be in it. We know what he wants. There's no mystery there anymore. Yeah, he had a whole recorded phone call about it. <laughs> so I asked you guys these questions before the podcast. You wrote down your answers. So you can elaborate on your answers as well. Sure. Uh, first question, is it possible, or it's possible for a guy to have multiple orgasms, true or false? How do you want us to do this? you want us to go around? Or yeah, what? let's start right. one by one. Okay, go. I'll go... Who cares? For me, one is enough, baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's all about you. So you damn right. You do or don't think? <laughs> <laughs> I 
At least he's gonna have to ask that every time at the end. Uh, uh, Do you think it's possible for men to have multiple orgasms? I don't think it's possible. Okay, what did you guys say? Go ahead, go ahead, Adam. Uh, I said I've uh, got the best. I answer. said yes, but each time is more painful than the last. Okay, <laughs> this is a joke. Omar, what did you answer? Yes, okay. I said yes. yes. As long Normal as you're human. under twenty years old. That's under twenty. Uh, is this your positive no. mental attitude, Omar? Positive that only young people can do it more than once. And Sting. Wait, 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 wait. wait Sting's wait, wait, not wait. young. Wait, 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 wait. I'm wait, gonna wait, shatter wait. all of your expectations. Right. Absolutely. I've done it multiple times. <laughs> so wait, wait. Multiple, multiple. And, and and relatively recently. Did well. you do? Wait, 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 wait. Yes. I need to understand this. Uh huh. Yes. So is this? Does this mean that you orgasmed once but didn't ejaculate? No, no, no. So this is like a basically right. like the refractory right. period is thirty seconds. It's like that. So you came twice. Well, double the volume. I mean, like, let's not say well, he's back in there. It may, not, it may not have been twice. It may have been more than this. That. Also, Lawrence, you know solves a mystery that I've, I've, uh, <laughs> a hunch I've had about Bruce for a long time. <laughs> Bruce does not masturbate. That's uh, the only way that's possible. I do, but not very often. Well, no. Well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. If you don't masturbate, well. <laughs> That means cannot well, we'll compete. There are other questions. <laughs> yeah. So the answer is yes. If a guy is tuned in to his level of arousal, he can bring himself close to that point Come and experience some of the pleasure of an orgasm. That's not, not fully climaxing. No, no, no. Actually, actually, orgasm. Jizzing. Jizzing. No, edging isn't orgasm. No, no. no well, jizzing. You have to complete. Jizzing more than once. Jizzing more than once is possible. Medically well, like, jizzing. <laughs> so wait, is that like stopping mid piss? Because no, no, it's just having two orgasms, Lawrence. But there's a there's a physical product. Yes, you can yeah. do it. You can do it twice. Yeah. So you don't empty out your first go. You're just being stingy. No, it's what the no, body no, no, decides. No, yeah, no, to yeah. do. It's, like, it's what your you, body cannot fill back up. Gonna, how much do you regret this, Elise? Well, it says here that uh, <laughs> without fully climaxing, you can enjoy the pleasure of, of an orga orgasm without fully climaxing. So as yeah. long as he doesn't ejaculate, oh, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Oh, oh, he's saying something different. I'm saying <laughs> that you can you can go full, full on bang, <laughs> full splude, finish it off, and just keep going. Oh no, I know that. Never stop. Oh, North believe me, Star. I understand. You can go right, in, go right in again. We got kabang. We got thirteen yeah. of these. I know. Sorry. Cos no, Cosmo me. did not expect men to answer these. Questions. I kabang through it, uh, and yeah, but usually it's like ten at least. Oh no, no, for the body to restock. It's it's that guy's got to come out of the back and put the boxes back on the shelf. I'm not saying that I can do it often. I'm just saying mm. it's happened. Mm. Mm. Uh, question two: What percentage of men in relationships always have an orgasm during sex? Is it ninety five percent? 75% or 55%? Let's all answer at the same time because we all know the yeah. right answer. Yeah. 95%. I mean, I made up my own 100%. <laughs> oh, I said 75% because lots of dudes jack off before a date. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or was that 100? Oh, yeah. you guys, simpatico on that's that. That's great. Yeah. As long as, like, if a, a stiff breeze comes through the window, that's it. No. We're done. Uh, Cosmo Doctor says 75% of men in relationships report that's always having an orgasm with their partner. Um, only 28% of women say the same. Oh, well, yeah. Yikes. Thanks, Mother Nature. Wait, wait, that means one out of four dudes I bang mean, it out and just like, I'm tired. And they roll well, over I mean, there's, there's different factors. Like, I'm, I'm guilty of this, where it's like, you, there's a point of no return where you're just like, I'm, yeah. this is it's going not, nowhere. Yeah, it's true. I've been there. I'm like, but that's every, when everyone's the, just in pain now, so let's just stop. That's when like, you enter the zone, or you just go get some lube. <laughs> get some water, stretch it out. Zone. No, no, sometimes, yeah. sometimes, oh, yeah. sometimes the problem is... You don't get that? You know, Eye of the Tiger? You're talking about... You're 30 minutes in. You're talking about like another human being. Who his, you've praised this whole podcast? His, his cock sleeve. Oh God, <laughs> she's that sounds that's like a her, butler. It's not mine, doesn't it? What? Doesn't that sound like a butler? Yeah, cock sleeve. Come, cock sleeve. Cock sleeve. <laughs> where's my bread? Open your anus. Uh, <laughs> the politic of that gets pretty complicated because you don't want her to feel like she's done a bad job. I don't know. And then some people You're too are right. like huh. they just have uh, stage fright and they're just like I. That's mm. also or thing. like yeah. you get up too too up in your yeah. head and then you're yeah. like no. And then yeah. sometimes yeah. like there's the guy who wants to over please and they're like I don't want to finish. Because I want, I want to make sure. Hey, she's fully taken care of. And once that point hits, where she's like, "Well, I'm done," you're like, "Oh, <laughs> well, shit, I should have finished yeah. 15 minutes you ago." Just go to the bathroom. That's why long-term relationships are the best thing ever. Yeah, communication. <laughs> what is the average length of a hard penis? Six to seven inches, five to six inches, three to four inches. Five to six inches. B. B. Five yeah. to six inches. Oh, okay. What'd you say, Lawrence? I put C because I can believe whatever I want. So oh. I believe that most penises are tiny. Which makes mine huge in okay. <laughs> I said I can only speak from my from personal experience. So thirteen inches. <laughs> <laughs> Five to six is correct. Well, hold the thing, if it, yeah. Adam, if the average is thirteen, then you're just average. Think about that. 
No, it means I'm above average. No, you're, it's asking what the average is, not what yours is. Well, that's true. No, I know. Semantics. The average is 13. The average is two inches, <laughs> so your 13 <laughs> giant is a monster. I, I know what I said. <laughs> I have a 25 inch <laughs> All right, there we go. Are you on our system keeping track of your scores? Wait, oh, there's a score? Well, I mean, I thought we could, you know, maybe. I mean, I got them all right, so yeah. Okay. I win no matter what. Yeah, uh, well, I don't know. I'm not sure. I wasn't <laughs> question for always ejaculate. trauma can cause a penis to break. True or false? True. Absolutely true, true because I've, I've seen some shit. Yeah, I've heard yeah, of it. I've, I heard that on Wait, the Wait, you haven't seen it? The women no. at Cosmo say that false. What? Trauma no. can cause membranes to tear, but it can't break like a bone. Oh, well, that's uh, not a bone, of that's course. That's kind of a trick question. I mean, it... Silver-tongued women writing this quiz. <laughs> yeah. Yo, no, there's, I've seen, I've seen a lady okay. pile drive a dick and miss, and then there was a tendon that snapped, because yeah, that yeah, thing, yeah. like, just went oh. bloop, but and it wouldn't I guess stand up the anymore. way they're wording it, though, it's yeah. like, no, it's the membrane. It was not, there was no yeah. snap, it's like, your bone didn't break, it shattered, like, fuck you, I mean, it's still fucked. They caught you on semantics. <laughs> they're yeah. correct that, yeah, okay. blood vessels don't snap, but tendons sure do, and sure. there's, it's like, there's a ballast thing back there that keeps it, Look, anyway. They do this for a living, so... Or maybe they still do. I don't know. 2013. Who reads magazines? Anyway, next. <laughs> who daydreams more while having sex, men or women? Oh, I mean, this is that. And it's weird because, like, when huh. I think about like daydreaming, I think of like me being like, I want to be an artist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. You're sitting tea with butterflies flitting around your head. Yeah. I, I, said, I said women. Oh. So women. Yeah. Or you I guys could be say? wrong. Though. I say women because dudes are only doing two things while having sex: either coming immediately or trying not, trying not to come to immediately. Come. Oh, yeah. Man, I'm so always, there's no space. I'm for always stressing out about stuff like I got worked. Uh, I, I think of the worst <laughs> stuff. That's really romantic. Uh, kind of, it's like my mind wanders. What you say, Omar? He said true. True. Yeah. So I, wait, Adam, you're women. women. Yeah. You saw Rocky Balboa, right? No. Oh well, there's a sequence when he's getting his ass kicked uh, that he just goes to a really dark place and it yeah. like shows gravestones and stuff. That's like you when you're fucking. Kind of. It's that thing where you like you say don't think of elephants and then you're like oh, I'm just gonna think about elephants. Now. So it's like <laughs> Do you I'm hear like that in the bedroom a lot. What? Think about baseball. Do I cry? You're supposed to think about baseball. Think, if you if you're trying not to kind of think about cry. baseball, your grandma. Yeah. I think about Same ants so biting my dick. Oh, weird. That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I said the <laughs> person doing most daydreaming is the other guy in the room. There is never a part in my life where I'm trying not to come. Like, yeah, I, mean, I don't know this I'm feeling. Because you're like, let's wrap it up. We got <laughs> shows to watch. We got, we got yeah, shows to do. We got shows to do. We're on a schedule. <laughs> um, the answer is women. Women fantasize more while doing it than Absolutely. men. Fantasize is different than daydream. I mean, I, I took daydreaming as a fantasy. Oh. Like, meaning like a, like, Oh, you know, like I wish I was doing this or whatever. Yeah. Not like, not like Adam, where oh. he's stressing out about work. Oh, I'm also thinking as, about Fabio. I took it, as, yeah, I took it as like you're picturing in someone right, else. Someone else. Oh, oh my. well, yeah, no, I don't need. Suddenly, to. my feelings are hurt. <laughs> uh, number six. In some parts of the country, girls have to get approval from their parents before waxing down there. And bonus points if uh, if you if you do say true, if you guess where you think. I'm not saying that true is the right answer, but I'm saying. I'm gonna say true. Yes. I'm saying true is the I right true, answer. Yeah. I put Midwest. The state. <laughs> Just a blanket. Yeah. Yeah. Sister, you got uh, Honduras. Country. It's a very leading question, so uh, it's Missouri. Mm. Midwest. I was right. Yeah. Miners have to get That's a parental fine. consent for getting a bikini, bikini wax. Yep. I changed my answer to land. Well, I mean, it's miners. Miners have to get parental consent for anything. That's true. That doesn't make. Before a stranger can stare right, right down your yeah, at your gate, your business. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to think that you get a letter in the mail from the state of Missouri every six months. Yeah. It's like, well, your child's due. <laughs> Take them in for service. Take them in for the wax. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta make that smooth baby smoother. Which is Ugh. more nerve endings, the clitoris or the penis? How many do each have? Come on, that's easy. That's easy. <laughs> oh, I just said right. uh, penis because it's bigger, and then it said one nerve per or organism. Science. <laughs> Got it. Equal science. He wrote equal science on it. Uh, obviously, the clitoris because it's the only human organ designed for pleasure. Tongue? Uh, oh wait, no. Uh, I can t tell you if things are spoiled. Your tongue can move. Also I think it also tell you if like predators are nearby. Your tongue? No, clitoris? the clitoris. <laughs> I mean, it also gets FM radio. You hang your keys on it too. Yeah, There's, like so much you can. Uh, do. The clitoris has eighty million nerve endings, and the penis has two. Did you Google that? No. Oh, wrote uh, <laughs> I said the clitoris is more nervous since it spends all day indoors. Uh, <laughs> the penis has one nerve ending, and the clit has like twelve. I guess that's about right. Yeah. Okay. And Omar, did you have like a? 15,000. 15,000? 15, that's a good number. Booyah. So Not my penis. The clitoris, <laughs> shockingly, has more. Yeah. At approximately 8,000, with the penis having 4,000. Oh. Tell me how that course, works. Of course, that's right. Whose job was it to count all those nerve endings? <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're up to 7,000. going to take a break. No. Three. The bigger guys feet are, the bigger his penis is. True or false? Oh. This has been proven false for years. We are all made of from a finite amount of what doctors call body stuff. <laughs> so if you use more of it on the feet, there's less for the penis. That's obvious. 
I wrote true because that's what people said when I had big feet. Yeah. I said, yes, I have big feet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is false. It's impossible. It's impossible to tell the size of a guy's penis by the size of his hands and feet. Yeah. This is, I mean, Everybody Cosmo might be your wrong. penis is the size of this to this. This seems about right. So if you ever hold up your, my, like I have tiny baby hands. And yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. About. Hello. Uh, <laughs> sex burns as many calories as running a mile. True or false? I put true. Uh, oh, wait. Wait, which question was this? That this was is the, question 10. Okay, yeah. Oh, I, I skipped one. Oh, 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 pardon, pardon me. Nine. I skipped yeah. one. Do, like, guys, do you guys no. have a G spot? Yes or no? Mm. I said only Warren G does. Yes. Oh Omar says yes. Yes. Uh, and then I wrote the butthole. It, yeah, it's in your butt, right? It's it's the, the butthole. I thought it was the prostate. Well, no, it's just it's, the hole. It's inside the well, butthole. Well, yeah, it's you just oh, got to yeah. reach into the, the butthole and then the prostate you give it the rabbit. They got me on semantics yeah. once again. Guys I think are, it was Dr. Ruth for the bunny. I say yes, but it moves every hour on the hour and can only be found by solving three <laughs> devious riddles. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. Uh, 10. Sex burns as many calories as running a mile. True or false? Bullshit. That's false. I put true. But only because I run a mile by laying motionless on the bed and grunting after 45 seconds. He is correct. True. On average, sex burns between 100 and 150 calories per session. That's how much burn, running a mile burns? Wow. Yes. Okay. Never done it. No, Never I have. Least <laughs> Never done yeah. it. Uh, if a guy has a small flaccid penis, it won't be much larger when erect. True or false? Uh, I said false. My dick gets small, so sometimes. Not always, though. <laughs> I wrote maybe. Is this shower or a grower? Oh yeah. Sometimes some people are showers and other people are growers. Mm -hmm. False. It's a false. false. Uh, yeah. Uh, I put true. Large dicks are actually even larger when flaccid. Not a lot of people know that. It's actually inverted. It's like how water gets bigger when it freezes, sort of. Dicks are but opposite. Larger when flaccid. Yeah. So if a guy has a big dick, it's going to be like five feet long when it's when it's soft. False. The length of a flaccid penis has no direct correlation to the size of the same penis when erect. That makes sense. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Says Cosmo. Yeah. I don't know where they get their research. That's, that's why. They, that's why people are showers and growers. It what? might be dated too. Oh. This may have changed in the last. I, just, six I never years. thought there was an advantage of having a large flaccid cock. Yeah, there sort is. Of. Impressing a woman. When yeah, when you're well, when, when you're pissing in public, you can show it off to everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can like bend it around corners like a SWAT gun or something. See, we think differently because even if I saw like a fla a big flaccid penis, I'd be impressed. See, there you wow. go. But That's I would. Fine. I never what think it, about well, like oh, does we it can have pee to be groomed properly? Yeah, I mean, I mean, but I would imagine the most guys would be like, if I trim my penis, will look bigger. Hmm. Didn't think about That's that. What, That's what oh. people say. Yeah. They call that the miracle inch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, That's a term I didn't know. Yeah. Do, people, do people get like spray tans on their dick? I'm sure they do. Yeah. Yeah. Contouring yeah. for your penis? Otherwise, yeah, you just you have like get a white on there? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Or something like airbrushing. I want to look like the side of a van and like. Yeah, yeah like a little, there's a wizard riding a dragon <laughs> yeah, on the side. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh. Uh, after the bedroom, what's the second most popular place people have sex? Baseball game. Okay, that was not one of the options. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I said public restroom, but usually at an Applebee's. Okay, <laughs> it's the sexiest place. Omar say? says car. Car. I say car. it's a trick question. It's all three combined. Uh, that is what is it? What, what were they? Car. Kitchen. Public restroom and car. car. Yeah. Uh, if so you can get like a Japanese hostel. Sorta. Of. If you're okay. just like walking down the street and there's a car that's also a public restroom and somebody's cooking in the front, that's or bone a food central right truck there. bathroom. <gasps> that's it. Is that yeah. even a thing? Are I don't there bathrooms so. and food trucks. Yeah, an RV would count then, right? If someone's cooking okay. out of it, people retire they and they go fuck wild uh, in those RVs, yeah. going all yeah. the national parks. You'd yeah. be like that one guy who thought the Winnebago thought uh, the not he thought he had self driving his car well, just because he had cruise control and he went he went cruise control nice well time to go to bed yeah. <laughs> time to go fuck my wife. <laughs> At least what was the right answer? Uh, the right answer is car. Oh, oh. this is the second yeah. most common out of because of teenagers. Yeah, that uh, makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Oh, they're hot rods. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my neighborhood. <laughs> you greasers. And oh, at least he's running out there. Cosmo, uh, 2013. We're trying to jerk off. <laughs> um, 13 is our last question, mm. uh, which opened my eyes. I feel deceived. Guys can fake orgasms too? Question mark. True. true yeah, absolutely true. I'm a master of disguise. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I pretend that I'm James Bond every time I That's know. absolutely true. That's yeah. very much true. Cosmo says that apparently, I'm just learning this now, many men fake it every now and then. Of course yeah. they do. You just go, ooh, been, yeah. and then you fall asleep. <laughs> I've been so deceived. I, no one can yeah. tell. I always go, itty bitty, time to go to bed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's my catch line. Well, <laughs> also, you, line. So, sometimes <laughs> like you could, you could do it, and then if somebody asks, like, oh, did you finish? You're like, yeah, absolutely. And they're like, but I don't see anything. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, it's because, like, I masturbated 10 times today, so nothing. <laughs> I basically used it all, so it was nothing. I usually Good just night. go, and that's <laughs> the trick. <laughs> then you roll over. Yeah. And then I jump out the window and go, see my show in Vegas. I shot it way up there, baby. It's going to come out in a day. Oh, yeah. 
Well, I hope you guys take what you learn from this and apply it to your Valentine's Day celebrations. I personally don't celebrate the holiday, so um, (laughs) I'll just be banging as usual. (laughs) I actually just realized I'm in pretty... uh, I actually, I ordered flowers to be delivered to Blizzard, and that would have been really bad if Stephanie lost her job today. that would have been really bad. Well, we're good! She Um, uh, she yelled at me for getting her flowers that were mostly dead last year because mm -hmm. I somehow approved them directly. Uh, (laughs) So I got her flower sprouts this year. Take that, girlfriend. A uh, really good uh, hot tip, life pro tip for y'all. If you need uh, flowers and a bench, great, great place to get a horse funeral. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for being on the podcast. Uh, this week on Funhouse, uh, if you're watching this episode right now as it's live on Tuesday, um, make sure that you tune in to youtube.com slash funhouse on Wednesday, February 13th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 p.m. Pacific, because there's a live Inside Gaming retrospective. You guys are watching... Uh, Old some inside stuff. gaming videos. Yeah. You found got, some. Yeah, we got a hard drive of, of like the channel dump, so we're just gonna yeah. watch through old stuff and yeah. trade stories and reminisce. It'll be fun because uh, yeah, and people have been asking if it's gonna be available on video. That's tough because technically we're not supposed to even be yeah, streaming. We, I think we can stream it, but kind of under the radar stuff. For Don't you, so. tell anyone. I yeah. just told it. <laughs> oh, but yeah, spread the word about the stream. We'll see yeah. what we can do about about getting it up. But I don't know. We don't know. We if don't they know. took all the videos down, I can't content idea. Yeah, and there's no one left. <laughs> like, who's left to chase us? I don't even... I don't know. And this weekend on Funhouse, we have a Crackdown 3 gameplay. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 2 gameplay coming in the Slater Part 4. Uh, and make sure you watch Gaming Weekly this week. Yes. Uh, it's something special. What what time and date oh, yeah, should they tune special. in? Uh, Thursday around 10.30 Pacific. Mm-hmm. 10.30 a.m. So we're streaming so, it, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the live. God. And the, the VOD goes up on Friday. Friday. Two. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, special special things. It's a special week. Uh, we got an exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> we do have an exclusive world premiere. And That's uh, true. stay tuned now because we're going to the post show. But thank you guys. You're welcome. Uh, Thanks, Elise, for hosting. We thank appreciate you. it. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, you, you Alf. Hey. Thank uh, you, Tal. Gandalf. Gandalf. Dude, two challenge. Try to come twice this week. Lawrence. And within a minute. Within a minute. If you don't ejaculate for like two weeks, you could do it. No. Yeah. You would just. It would just. You would. You would look at your penis and it would go bleh, like oh, immediately. Play us out, Omar. Hey. You to, yeah, you gotta, you gotta use your brain, Lawrence. <laughs> I still don't see how it's possible. <laughs> that it just means that you you have to be you, your body has to be reserving some goo. Any second, Omar. I'm sorry that I, I <laughs> yeah you I, can cut it. I throw my back into everything all the time. It's always 100 percent. Okay, no half comes here, Bruce. I don't save anything for the swim back. Any minute now, Omar. I'm not gonna apologize for that.